live in three, two, one. Hello and welcome everyone to a scary, spooky, make more noise in the background, whoever that is, please. It's not quite distracting enough. Um, we are going to have a Halloween special here on the No Outlet podcast. Um, and I'm not talking about like the normal ghost stories, like the calls coming inside the house or, um, you know, the person is outside the window or all, you know, someone escaped from the mental institution, the prison, all those stories that you heard as a kid. No, these are real, true ghost stories. And in some cases, they're not even ghost stories. They're just scary stories, real shit that happened to people because Halloween's all about, you know, uh, candy. It's all about the industrial candy complex selling as much chocolate and sugar um, and, and one of our storytellers is doing something very active in the background because it, it, and it almost sounds like a campfire. So imagine that sound that you're hearing isn't the rustling of papers or maybe, um, you know, lunch being made, but rather imagine it that's a campfire and we're all around the campfire. And so you are now peeking into a real life campfire telling real life stories. The audience is here as usual. They're excited. They're also pretty scary uh, and scared at the same time. So with that, we're going to start with our first contribution of the night. And uh, these we've had a crack uh, research team that goes out and tries to find these people. So we scoured the globe um, and we found four individuals uh, that have some pretty intense uh, stories. And we're going to start uh, with someone from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Her name is Monique. Monique, are you there? Oh, hi there. Uh, Monique, um, so it's Halloween. We're all celebrating. We're all dressed up as different, like jack-o'-lanterns and, you know, skeletons and what have you. And uh, so here in the No Outlet podcast, we're going to celebrate Halloween by telling different ghost stories, but they're real, scary stories, but they're real. And please tell us, what is yours? Okay, so this really, this really happened. This was in 19... 19- 90, and I was living in a small town in the Northeast, and I had a few roommates, and we had this apartment that was already on the second floor, so there were people below us, and then we had a third floor, and the third floor was just one bedroom, and one of the roommates lived there, and we were all really good friends, and we would go up there, she would come down, it was just like, you know, a great apartment, and one night she came, like, running downstairs, and she was like, someone's knocking from the inside of the closet, <laughs> and we were like, no, 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 you're crazy, she's like, no, seriously, she's like, I'm freaked out, so we went, we all went up there, and we listened, and we listened, and we didn't hear anything, and we were like, okay, she's just imagining things, and so then, I think it was like the next day, or day the day after, when a different roommate who lived on the second floor with me um, was like, do you hear that knocking? And I was like, no. And she's like, listen. And all of a sudden I did. I heard it was like a little light tap, tap, tap. And I'm like, oh, it's probably an animal in the walls or whatever. Well, we ended up going upstairs to the third floor. And there looked as though there had been somebody sitting on the bed. But nobody else home but us. And we were like, oh, my God. And we had heard that there had been, you know, some ghosts in some of these older houses in this little town up north. And we were like, yeah, whatever. 
And I never believed in ghosts until this happened. And I was like, was somebody just sitting there? There's nobody else here. Could that have been something that really happened? And then another time, same week or within a couple of weeks, um, the water started running up in that area. And we were like, what is going on? And we just, we really, we really truly believe that there was a ghost there. And um, throughout the year, little little things would happen. And even after, so the fourth roommate ended up moving out. And we thought, okay, maybe it was her. You know, maybe right. somebody was, at, you know, kind of a soul was around her. And nope. And we kept hearing the same things because one of the third roommates ended up moving up onto that floor. And we'd get freaked out all the time and would end up sleeping on the second floor with us because she was so, she just was freaked out that she thought that there was a ghost someplace up in that attic. Yeah, I, first so, of all, yes, please. That was a real, that was a real thing. And I remember it like it was yesterday. It's, I, I love stuff like this. And when you first hear it, you're like, okay, well, that wouldn't be that scary. But when you're there in that house, that's where you live. And that's what you're really hearing. It is scary for sure. And I never would have moved onto that floor. Whoever that person was. I know. Is either, <laughs> is either very brave or crazy. Um, and have you heard of the, and I believe that there could have been a ghost there, but an even scarier proposition is, have you heard of this thing called nesting where, someone will sneak into a house when the people oh, yeah. aren't home and they will like live there and they'll learn the patterns and they'll figure out, okay, they're going to be home now and they're going to be gone. Now I can get some food. I can take a shower and people will actually live in other people's homes like rats or squirrels, right? you know, and, and that's even more horrifying. Um, but something was going on there clearly. And this was a house that wasn't connected to another apartment building so in other words that top floor was a floor by itself there wasn't yet another building That's right. next to yeah, it right you couldn't you couldn't exit from the top floor at all it was definitely a fire hazard um and we did have neighbors that you know it was a big um like there were like three different houses on one plot of land and um they were you know they did not have any of the same happening in their um apartments but it freaked everybody out because we were we were so scared that we would tell tell our other friends that lived downstairs and they were just like they could see the fear on our faces. And I was like, and it was the first time that I really thought, well, maybe there is a ghost living in this house. Wow. So, did you ever tell the landlord? Yeah. You know what? I don't think we did. We weren't really fond of that landlord. I don't think we really cared because we knew he wouldn't care. Right. 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 What's he? <laughs> he he's, he's we had another like... landlord after that when we moved apartments who was fabulous to us, and I would have definitely shared it with him. But this guy, nah, not really. He's not ghost worthy. No, yeah. I didn't. Th- I didn't think he was really worthy of much. So I gotcha. Loud and clear on that. Um, okay, <laughs> so I've got two stories, and to mix it up, I'm going to tell one of them now, and then pass it to our next. Guest. So this next story is not a ghost story, but it is really scary. And it's kind of a time machine. Some of us on the phone were around during this time and others weren't. But if you went back to like the early 80s, mid 80s, there was no internet, no GPS, no phones. And there was a string of like kids getting abducted. And, you know, there was the whole start of if you went, if you were a kid and you went missing, you ended up on a milk carton and there was a big problem like back in the set, even the seventies into the eighties of, you know, people going missing. 
And so there was a real big push in our school to make sure all the kids were being smart and safe. Like, you know, don't be out after dark. Uh, make sure you're in pairs. Never, ever, ever hitchhike. Um, never accept a ride from a stranger. Don't take candy from a stranger. All those things that seem so simplistic now because everyone knows them. Back then it was really kind of like before there was a huge problem. Well, anyways, there was a kid that was maybe two years older than me and he was I wouldn't call him like a troublemaker but he was kind of like a rougher kid like um didn't really pay attention to any rules doesn't matter what they were so he was riding his bike after dark uh way out of the town that we lived in by himself and this was all documented because pardon me I had to clear my throat I'm gonna edit that out later um this was all (laughs) documented and the school actually had a big you know, meeting about it. And uh, so he was off in the next town on his BMX bike and it was dark. And this person pulled over in a truck and said, Hey, you know, you shouldn't be riding your bike. I almost hit you. Um, Where are you going? He told him where he was going. He's like, just throw your bike in the back, jump in the back and I'll take you home. And so of course this kid being like, if that had been me, I wouldn't have been out. I was such a good kid. I didn't do anything wrong. I wouldn't have been out um, <laughs> um, there, but I, I certainly would have been a little bit more hesitant, but this kid, according to him and his recount, didn't think twice about it, threw his bike in the back, jumped on the back of the truck. And <clears throat> so the guy starts driving. And of course, instead of driving to the town where he wanted to go, he drove to behind this, like where, where Kmart is now in a town close by he drove behind Kmart and the guy and the kid who was again kind of a rougher tougher kid was starting to get a little bit panicked so the guy came around he's like what are you doing he's like well I just I why don't you ride up front with me and you know the guy was just like no 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 I'm, I'm good back here he's like no just it's it's really cold just jump in the front it'll be no big deal and so he stupidly got into the front seat and no. he did. He got into the front seat, and then the guy starts driving even further away from civilization. And then he parked the car, and he basically tried to, like, you know, molest him, for lack of a better word. And oh. this kid was so street smart and so, like, advanced for, uh, I think he was probably 13 or 12 or 13 at the time. He had a knife on him, pulled it out, stabbed the guy, got out. Oh, Yeah. And and I'll tell uh, I'll tell the the name off the air. He's still in the area. Stabbed the guy. Got you know out of the car. Grabbed his bike and went directly into Walmart. Called the cops. Cops come. Everybody comes. Um, the 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 guy who got stabbed took off, and there was a huge deal at school. I was in junior high at the time. Um, <clears throat> I think I had just gotten to junior high, maybe, maybe fifth grade. I forget. But they made a big deal. They had, a, they had a nighttime meeting with all the parents and they brought him in. The kid told the story and uh, yeah, that definitely was a scared straight moment for that uh, group of junior high kids. And that, and again, it's scarier than maybe a ghost because it's really a creep who tried to do something. So that's a scary story wow. for Halloween right there. True. All true. That's a scary story. <clears throat> yeah. scary. Be careful. Careful up there. You gotta be careful. Um, okay, and our next our, our next 
contribution comes all the way from the state of Nebraska. Um, now, uh, her, her name is Natalie. Natalie, don't feel like you need to. I know you've normally got a southern accent, but for the sake of telling the story, just try to mask that as much as possible and just, um, you know, and tell us what you got. I'll tell them all day. Okay. So we're going to set the stage. It's spooky. It's dark. It's cold. I'm just joking. It's set in Miami. So 2019, 2021, just kidding. February. (laughs) It's Valentine's Day. So far, this is off to a great start. (laughs) Valentine's Day weekend. Uh, I am with my partner at the time and we are just chilling and we're at a beach and we're out of this place and I start thinking about this loved one that I'll keep on names and I'm like wow I feel really close to this person right now and and I'm kind of like keeping visualizing them and it was like kind of a crazy feeling I was like crap this is so weird and it's like happening throughout the day and at the end of the night, we're, we're taking a long walk, and we end up at, like, a cigar bar. And we didn't actually smoke any of the cigars. We sat outside, and this loved one that I've been thinking about, like, loves cigars. So we started kind of reminiscing and talking, and I was like, so weird. Like, he's really been on my mind today. And and so there was, like, kind of a few happenings where I was like, well, that's weird. That's weird. And so I went to the bathroom, and I am in the bathroom, and it's, like, not – you know when you walk into a bathroom and there's automatic things? Oh, yeah. And it's like yeah. a newer bathroom. So this was one of, like, the oldest cigar shops in Miami. So the bathroom was super old. So you walk in, and it's like a copper sink and, like, a super old toilet. It's like nothing is updated. So I walk in, and out loud, I, like, say, like, okay, give me a sign that I'm not like crazy right now and that you're actually like hanging out with us. And when I said it out loud, and this is totally true, all of a sudden the faucet just shoots on. Whoa. And it was totally like uh, all of a sudden shoots on. I was like, what the fuck? And I wasn't even near it at the time. I was like all the way in the corner and I like turned my face and it was still going and it shuts off and I run over and I'm like trying to find if there's an automatic timer, if, it, if it's not actually old, it's like looking old or if it like turns on every time you try to go into the bathroom. And so I get my boyfriend to go in and he, I'm like try, I'm like look around, see if it turns on when you're in there, like stay in there for a while just to see if it like maybe there's a faulty thing, maybe it goes off every time. Never went off again. Mm. Not that <laughs> So this is that's one story. Wow. Okay. So let, yeah. just to make sure. So this was an old hotel. So there could have been a number of people that had met their demise inside the walls of that hotel. Is that true? It's an old cigar shop. An old cigar shop. Okay. How old? Like back so, to like yes the, or no? I think it was like the oldest one in Miami. Okay. Scarface. So, old old. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like people were in there, uh, and they were probably like regulars for like forty years. Well, that you know that that's good enough for me. The fact that you was it you that said it or this other dude that said it? I said it. So you said, "Give me, give me a sign." 
that you're real. Yeah, and all of a sudden, yeah, and all of a sudden the water shot on. It was seriously insane. Now, did you just for the and that so then it, you guys kind of obviously the water goes off again. Then did you ever did you try to recreate that moment and say, okay, give me a sign again? Well, no, because I was so freaked out by the first time that I, like, sprinted out of the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm good, no thanks, bye! Okay, that's funny. (laughs) No, it's pretty scary. No, it's pretty wild. So that is one of my stories. Thank you for letting me share it. Absolutely. And we're going to save the other one uh, for later. But now we've got a a contributor uh, coming to us from uh, Parts Unknown. Uh, a gentleman by the name of I'm a Dill. I'm a Dill has a, a spooky story for us. I'm sure of it. I, I have a spooky story again, because I lived it. It's, it's, it is so real because I was there. I saw it all happen more than once. So I grew up in a, in a family farmhouse where generations had lived. And so generations had died you know, uh, in this farmhouse. And uh, my grandmother also lives in this farmhouse, and she was looked after um, by a couple of, of uh, spirits, uh, as, as one might call them, uh, one being her mother, uh, Clinta, and one being her sister, Martha, who is the more playful little imp of a spirit because she passed away at the age of nine. Wow. Uh, and so she always liked to play. So, uh, there'd be times in which I'd be at, in my Graham's part of the, the farmhouse and, uh, the, the door would open and then close like she was playing hide and seek. Uh, she would she would do that with a couple of different doors. Her mother would, if her mother didn't like something that was going on, would slam the door shut. Like Whoa. all of a sudden, the door a door mm. that was open, no one near it. All of a sudden, slam the door shut. Um, and and you knew that Clinton was not happy. Clinton was not happy. Damn. Wasn't having it. But uh, and. In one of my Graham's rooms, she had a picture of both of her mother and of her sister up on the wall. And I swear, every time I walked by them, the eyes would follow me from one part of the room to the other part of the room. And and I and I and I took all my courage in the middle of the night to walk by those paint those pictures because I knew they were just you know watching me as I went by. I was like. Uh, always concerned that I was going to see more than just the eyes move, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So uh, those are those are things that happen on the on the regular. Uh, I mean, that's and, crazy. That is crazy. That and when you're a kid, yeah. it's that much more like, you know, terrifying. Well, I, it, it, it's interesting because uh, I always. I heard stories of Martha and, and she passed away in during world war one, she fell and hit her head. Uh, and so she passed away at the age of nine. And like I said, she was the playful one of the two always would kind of like blow out a candle, uh, 
open the door and then close the door slightly, but never slamming it. You know, it was always more like wanting to make sure that uh, Graham wanted to play, you know, hoping Graham wanted to play. Wow. Uh, That was an interesting thing. And then when Graham passed away, I, 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 I never felt him again in the house. Okay, wow. that's crazy. Yeah. That's wild. That makes sense. Yeah, totally. Wow, that is so interesting. And, and especially the connection to, you know, the sister and the daughter when that – it's it's almost like they were waiting for her to not be in this realm anymore to, to stop doing it. Yeah. You know, that's so interesting. That's how uh, it seemed to me. I mean – Granted, I was a younger person, and you know, I may have been more susceptible to those eyes than some, but uh, it felt real to me. Yeah, yeah. No, and I um, now that you you made me think of another one. It's not really a, a ghost story or a scary story, but it has to do with that exact same house. Uh, someone that lived there, um, a, you know, a while ago, not before you lived there. Um, but he swore that he was out back when, in the in the backyard, and he swore. And this is not a man that was. He was a very grounded individual. He never, yeah. you know, he never had like science fiction ideas. Like he was very matter of fact, black and white. If you want me to believe something, you've got to show me. I've got to see it. He was didn't really go into like, oh yeah, I'll believe that. Hard, hard to pull one over on this guy. He swears that when he was younger in the backyard of that house, he was uh, out there around dusk, and he saw some type of a uh, a creature. He he didn't know how to describe it, um, but he he did his best to describe it um, by saying that it was like a leprechaun or like a gnome. Um, oh. Yeah, and 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 he told that story more than once, and every time he told he told it like. He wasn't trying to scare people that he told the story to. He was just trying to, like, put it out there. Um, and he was very sincere. And, and he even says, he goes, I don't know what it was. He goes, I have no idea. But it wasn't uh, It wasn't a cat. It wasn't a dog. You know, it wasn't a woodland creature. It was walking on two legs. So something was out there. Who knows? Um, wow. Yeah. And it all goes down to, like, if you see it and you experience it, it it's – even if it's crazy, you know, even if somebody might perceive it as being outlandish, crazy, out of this world, whatever way you want to describe it, if you were the person that saw it, it's very difficult to extract that from, you know, the reality of your memories, right? So uh, there's another one. Um, have we been joined by, I believe there's a, a, a Matthew from um, Michigan. Is he Is he around? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Matthew from Michigan here. Hey, thanks, hey thanks, buddy. what's up, Matthew? Hey. hey, the crowd was hoping that you were going to show oh. up. They're excited. So glad to be here. And so um, glad to be here. We're, we're sharing uh, scary metaphysical ghost stories. What do you got? So, we bought a house in Southern Maine in 2021. Southern Michigan. So, well, well, we. I'm pro- <laughs> no, I mean, I'm from, I'm from Michigan. <laughs> Well, we happen to that's have right. to buy a That's right. That's right. You got it. You we got like it. the we like the East Coast as well. It's a nice. It's nice here. It's nice here. Yeah. Um, and uh, so so we've been we were here about a year. It was last summer, and um, one night 
the the house is from the early 1900s, and I don't know how directly applicable that is. All, but I guess the only thing I would say is it's an it's an old it's an old house, and um, it's old lights and it's old everything. But um, last year, towards the beginning of the summer, uh, one night the light in the hallway downstairs after after a year of of nothing one night it started to just flick on and off like crazy and it would have spurts of sporadic and then it would slow down and then it would go out and then it would come back and and i and i really missed a year of working perfectly and then all of a sudden it happened and and, um eventually it was so much that i had to turn it off and it actually and it took a few minutes to turn off when i flipped the flipped the switch um, so I'm like, all right, well, you know, it's old wiring in the house. We're going to have to get that looked at. Um, and the next night it, it actually happened again. Um, and, uh, really didn't, you know, know what's going on at this point. And, and, uh, it was weird. It was so weird, but it was, I'm like, all right, well, maybe I, I don't want to start a fire. I'm going to maybe just leave this light off. So I shut it off. And he was home alone. I was home alone. Oh. Both, both nights. Um, but I, you know, I didn't really think too much of it at that point. I mean, there's a lot of things that are wrong with this house. So I, I figured what the heck, it's just something else. But the next day I wake up in the morning and get a phone call from a family member saying that another family member had passed and it was, um, a drug overdose. And it was a sort of, it was, it was a, it was probably suicide. Um, and uh, the body had been found, um, you know, that that night before. Uh, but um, when they did the um, the autopsy, uh, she had passed um, the day before that, uh, which means, and it was at night, which means that I found out in that moment that she passed at the exact time that that light started to go crazy that first night and she was alone in her house. And so they didn't find her for two days, but both nights that light was going wild, um, as she had passed. And, um, uh, it happened, it kept happening for a number of days. We then had a celebration of life for her and it, it stopped. Um, and, uh, and didn't happen again for almost a year until, um, very close to the anniversary of that. Good and then started again for a little while. And since then it's, it's been gone most of the time. However, it does seem that moments where, um, this individual is evoked, i.e. my phone broke recently and, um, I needed an iPhone to use in the interim and I found her old phone in a drawer and I put my SIM card in it. And about 45 minutes later, that light started going nuts again. And it hadn't happened for months. Wow. Before that. So, you know, I, who knows at the end of the day, I think the part that was most jarring for me was that, we found out that she had passed at the moment that that started when I didn't even know for those first two days. Um, uh, but it has been um, a pretty wild experience mm-hmm. to have this happen at the, at the house. It's been crazy. Yeah. 
That is crazy. And if you think of like, I'm, I'm a firm believer that, you know, energy is everything, right? Energy is people's souls or energy, everything that we're, that we're looking at the table that you're looking at, the phone that you're talking on, it comes down to just a series of atoms that are moving. So everything's moving, everything's, you know, got frequency. And you had a connection with this person, obviously, at, for a long yes. time, right? I mean, and I remember when yes. this happened initially. And if you think about it, it's like that connectivity, just because there isn't a physical body that is occupied by the energy, doesn't mean that energy is no longer present in the universe at all. It just means that it's yes. someplace else looking for a yes. place to, you know, call home, if you will, or so it, it it makes sense that it's like as it's looking for that to continue that connectivity in some way, it would go through and be connected somehow to the lights, to the phone. So I think that that not only is that metaphysical, but I think that there's like some physics, some quantum physics uh, with that story as well. And it's, you know, to me, yeah. that's way more believable than like, you know, I saw a specter walking through my room like that's also potentially believable, but what you're talking about, I think, has a root in science. Um, yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. that that's really they give you the chills when it happens. I mean, it must like take you a moment to just kind of gather yourself, right? It 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 does. And I actually, in preparation for this call, I was thinking about um, really what you just said, which is that there are so many things that happen in our lives that we don't share with others because it's little things, even though in the moment we it's off a little bit, we can tell that something's odd, but it's not this big, you know, story that, uh, that would make the news. Right. And so we just let it go. And, and if we were to log those over the course of our life, it would, it would probably be hundreds of times that yeah. we have this, this feeling. And I, I, I happen to believe what you said, which is that those are the real, moments those are the moments where there's some connection to something that we in our perception of the physical world um don't have a you know a direct answer for yet and i i do believe that especially in her case she was ready to go but she also very much was was not and i think that her energy the energy of the light it was it it was it was frantic um, and conflicted that, almost, you know, it was conflicted. It was full of potential energy and, um, it, it was, it was spooky. It was also off putting and sad, you know, because it, it, it was, it, you can feel a struggle and a mm. conflict in that, in that energy. And I'm glad that over time it's, it's lessened. Now I take note if it happens because I'm like, okay, what the heck am I doing? But, Maybe this is some sort of a sign, but right. at the time it was, it just felt, um, uh, uncontrollable. It was wild. It was wild. Can I add to this real quick? Of course. Okay. So Matt had texted me when it happened, like when the light was going off and I was like, so weird. You should call Marty. All this stuff. He's like, yeah, it felt really weird. He's our electrician. It felt so weird. I'm like, okay, you know, what's even weirder. So that same night that the light was flickering here, me and you, uh, I don't know what your name is on here, but who me? Yeah, you my know. name is just Ethan. That's all. Okay, you, uh, me and you, my dad. Uh, we were in uh, the Virgin uh, Airlines uh, hotel, 
Oh my God, that's right. And in the middle of the night, the light flipped on and off multiple times and I shot up out of bed and you were sleeping. And when we woke up the next morning, I said, what, what was that? And you're like, what do you mean? And I said, the lights were going on and off like crazy last night. And I had texted Matt that and not since he texted me, okay, very weird. The whole house was going crazy with lights. And we realized it was the same exact night. I am so glad you brought that up because that is, I remember you telling me about the lights. I remember that too. Before it was so you found weird. out about um, the woman yeah. passing. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. That so is I wanted so crazy. to add that. It's a very weird thing. It's a yeah. very weird thing. And going back to the whole idea of connectivity and energy and, and everything else, it's like even though you didn't know her nearly as long as Matt knew her, you did – you were very close to her. You know, when yeah. COVID very, hit, you got, right? Like you guys yeah, lived close. together and you guys were like connected um, right from the get-go. Yeah. So I can see – and if you think about like, well, it's like, well, one place is in Maine, one's in New York. Well – it doesn't really matter when you're talking about energy. No. It pops up wherever the right. receptor for that energy is. Um, That's right. And I've That's stayed right. in that hotel three different times, and I've never seen anything other than what you recognized at that exact time, which turned yeah. out to be the exact same time it was happening elsewhere. Yeah. That's right. Wow. That's, right. That's incredible. I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. Yeah. Um, does anybody have any – as we're around the campfire – um, and, and we're telling all these stories. Okay. Are there any other stories? Up, I do want to bring up how there is a noise on the phone, but mm-hmm. like it's no one actually making the noise. Okay. I'm, I'm glad you said that because <laughs> I, at first I was like, who do I have to yell at when this is over? No, because... it's no one. Okay. It's just in the phone. I can hear it. It's just like a, like a, like a, like a TV that does like the static. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what's happening too. on the phone. That is so interesting. So, yeah. I just want to say that because I, when you said it originally, I was like, no, it's not anyone. It's just on the call. Yeah. Wow. It, it seems, it seems less now. It does. Or at least to me, it does. Yeah, it does. It, at the beginning, it was pretty loud. Um, I maybe, do- maybe someone else wanted to share a story and that's the only way their energy could get through. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And maybe, actually, Ima, I think that to to play off that concept, <laughs> I think you're right. And if you think about when it stopped, it stopped right after we told the story about the leprechaun. Oh, yeah. Oh. So there's a pretty good chance that was uh, maybe, maybe, I like to believe that might have been that person trying to get their get their two cents in. Who knows? Um, I love it. And they've, and they've been known to like their two cents to be known. That, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. Absolutely true. Um, I have one more that's kind of a little bit, uh, it, it's definitely true. And somebody on this phone call experienced it with me, but I wanted to leave it open if somebody else had one that popped in their head before I said this one more. Any any other? No. Nope. Okay. Uh, so I'm looking forward to hearing it. Monique. Um, and, and I went to this wonderful, I'm, I'm going to just say where it is because they publicize the fact that this place is haunted. So there is a hotel in Agunquit, Maine called the Old Village Inn. And it is known to be haunted. It's actually on a list of like the, the top um, most 
uh, frequented houses by people that are looking for paranormal activity. And like, it's, it's on the map. People come in from everywhere to go to this place. Anyway, we went there once, I think it was the first time that we went there and we're in this room that is supposedly is the room that's haunted, but we didn't, I mean, we didn't really think much of it. We go out and when we come back, everything is exactly the way it was, you know, left and if I get this wrong, Monique, please speak up because, you know, it, it was a little bit yep. scattered. But long story short, we um, when we woke up in the morning, we went into the other room. There's like two rooms. And there was a table that had been upright. And the table was tipped over. My mm-hmm. sunglasses were inside the table drawer. There were things kind of like strudled all over the place. Like the room had been upended but it had been upended while we were sleeping. We went to bed. Everything was normal. When we woke up, I I couldn't find, I still didn't know where my sunglasses were because I didn't even look in the drawer until later. I'm like, why is the table upside down? And is that pretty much right, Monique? Do you remember it the same way? Yes. Yes, sir. um, The room key was also in that drawer. That's right. That's right. You couldn't find the key or your sunglasses and it was flipped. It was, it almost looked like, um, it almost looked like a triangle, the way it was turned over. It was like a rectangular table, but it had, like, two of the legs were a little bit off. It was, it was very strange. It wasn't the, – the legs weren't off because of the flipping. They just were – it was asymmetrical. Yes. yes. And it was flipped over, and we didn't even really realize that there was a drawer. And we went down to the innkeeper, and we told them, and they kind of laughed at us. And we were like, no, no, really. And he's like, oh, maybe you should retrace your steps from last night. Ha, ha, ha. We're like, no, really. Where's our stuff? And we had heard about all the the haunted, you know, how this whole place was haunted. And then we went back upstairs and we looked in the drawers and they were there. And we were like, what's happening? Yep. Whoa. And in yeah, a- super weird. Because that room was like, uh, we didn't even need that room. It was just kind of like this old inn. It just came with another room. And we didn't even hang out in that room. No, we didn't hang out in that room. And right to bed. It was the weirdest thing ever. And when we went to bed, it was normal. And when we woke up. It was not. And so something happened in between there. And, you know, think about it. No one's going to break into our room when we're sleeping at night to tip over uh, a drawer, you know, like a (laughs) desk, put my shit inside the drawer and then walk back out. Like something different happened. Uh, We'll never know exactly what it was, but that's a quick quick follow up. Any chance chance that the, the process of half of a half was not followed? (laughs) <laughs> you know what it's actually a really good question and there 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 is a chance that that uh empirical formula was not uh followed to the letter of of the scientific law however um that there's no way i mean i'm a pretty heavy sleeper and there's yeah. and, and and monique is a light sleeper if i had gotten out of bed that night gone over into the other room and somehow slept walk she would have Definitely, definitely woken up. And then if I start throwing shit around, she would have one hundred percent woken up. Yes. Right? Yes. So, I, I could I now I'm seeing you in Step Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee grounds everywhere. Yeah. Oh my god, that's <laughs> Yeah. Putting shit in the stove and all that stuff. Well I feel like we I feel like we made some progress here. I don't know exactly what progress that was, but I do feel like it was Time well spent. We got some good stories. We got 
a story from the the late seventies, early eighties, scary shit, real real life stuff. We got lights going on. We got water coming on. We've got people knocking inside stuff. We get people getting followed by old pictures and uh, Clinta and Marta, you know, putting their foot down when they had to. So a good collection for a great day. I hope everybody here on the call and everybody that is now cheering in the audience has an amazing Halloween. Just real quick to end on a happy note. What's your favorite Halloween candy? Ima. Oh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup is what I used to look for. Whoa, oh, yeah. yeah. Those are so good. That's yeah, a gold mine. How about Monique? Oh, I'm a big fan of the Twix. Yes. Uh, Twix is good. I do love a Twix. I do like a Reese's, though, as well. A Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, not a Reese's Pieces. I don't no. like those. Big difference. <laughs> no. You're not E.T. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even taste like peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> And Matt from Michigan, how about you? I'm going for Reese's. Yep. And yep. Uh, and Natalie? Yeah, I that was always the ones that I would take for my brother and treat him. Wow. Ones. What a product. <laughs> what a product. They're just all over the map right now. It's an A+. It's so good. You remember those it's so good. Your chocolate got in my peanut butter, your peanut butter got in my chocolate. It's like... Two great tastes. The taste right uh, together. That's it. Well, that's let me tell you, this is... <laughs> This is a total sidebar, but I told um, I told Ethan the other day that I was doing a little after school tutoring, and the kid said to me, "Hey, Miss, hey, Miss Monique, do you want um, do you want to try a Reese's Animal Cracker?" What? I literally looked at him. I said, "Don't even show me." He goes, "My dad just got back from BJ's. Animal crackers covered in chocolate and peanut butter. You can't even make it up." No. So the the, yep. the funniest thing about that is Monique is a stickler for the original. Like, it, 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 it's got to be original Doritos. It can't be the ranch. It's got to be original everything. So the thought of, like, taking something so perfect as the Reese cup and just completely ruining it with a graham cracker and everything else, that, must have, that, that kid should get detention. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I think they probably they look so good. Did <laughs> <laughs> you take a quick trip to Costco? I am a member. No, I'm not. I'm a member of PJ's. Uh, Dad, what's yours? Oh, uh, I would say it's Kit Kat. Kit Kat yeah, is, yeah. is oh, amazingly good. That was, that was a close second. It's a good one. And do you remember yeah, that? That's so good. Remember that one house that used to always give out Diet Cokes? I. Just was going to say that story. I was just about to tell you that story. Yes. It was the first time we went to because it was our neighbor. So we'd go over and run back to drop off the coke because it was too heavy. Did you ever trick or treat at the witch's house? Yeah, she's my friend. But she, what did she give out? Candy? Yeah. Candy and and spiders. Candy, spiders, (laughs) and once in a while she'd even like give out almost like a fortune. um, Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It was cool. I don't yeah. think all the parents liked the idea, but I, I always thought nope. it was kind of cool. I mean, a Diet you. Coke love- is worse than an apple. Like, I'd rather oh, get a Diet Coke is worse than a fortune. Keep your ass for paying for yourself, man. <laughs> not, not if it's Mary. Mary would be psyched about that. That's true. <laughs> That's, that is true. That is true. You know what else is worse, I think, was when they would give you little boxes of raisins. 
Oh, oh my God! Thank you. We always say worse than a box of raisins. A toothbrush. A what? Don't give me a toothbrush. Oh my what? God! Oh, oh, no, I did get those too, though. Keep your lessons to yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I need your input. Yay or nay, I'm not going candy this year. I'm getting those uh, snack-sized bags of chips for kids to choose from. Okay. Love it. Yay. Yay. yay or nay? I'm a yay. I'm a yay. I'm a yay. I'm a salty girl. I'm a potential. I'm a potential yay, but I need to know which flavor family yeah. because yeah. you can get different types yeah. of chips, right? So which ones? Oh, I think I, I, I think when I go to do it, it will depend on what the grocery store has. <laughs> a, but, but B, you know, like a, a variety, so okay. that the kid that, you know, not everyone wants a Frito Lay, you know, corn chip. That's right. That's yeah. right. But, but I want to have them have the option. So I guess the and reason why, would, I, I, the reason why I ask yeah. is if if it's a sour cream and onion. Funyun Doritos, Ugh. then absolutely, I would say yes. That's way better. If it's like a Fritos plain or a, you know, like wheat thins or some kind of weird like sun chips. No, they sell. Oh, no, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. I'm not doing. I'm not doing uh, barley chips or anything like that. Or veggie, no carrot bars. Chips. Okay. Yeah, no no, no, no carrot bars. No, yeah. no fakey, fakey. You got healthy. Nope. Not gonna do that. No, <laughs> all chemicals all the time. Yes, I think kids will love Make it. Make sure there's Oh, and Cape Cod chips because those are the healthy ones. Oh, well, one more thing. Yes. The, I went to the Cape Cod Cape Cod chip um, factory one time, and I watched those poor people turn over every chip to make sure that there was nothing brown on it. Um, yes, that's what they do all day long. And anyways, I, what I learned there was besides the fact that they have all of like the taste test flavors, which was really a fun part of the excursion, was the ones that you, they sell that are 40% reduced fat. Yeah. You know those ones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. original Cape Cod and it says 40, 40% reduced fat is because those chips are made out of the russet potato that has less sugar is in the potato. It has nothing to do with the oil fried in it. So don't be fooled. Oh, interesting. That's so science. I totally never bought those because I thought it had to do with some magic oil that was bad for you. No. Mm-hmm. It's the same oil. It's a different potato. So, you know, decide what you what you want. But it was very interesting because I think that most people just assume that it's in, you know, a different yeah. fat. Yeah. Right. I always have. My mind right. is blown. <laughs> That's what I learned there. It's kind of bullshit. I, love that. I know, right? It's kind of bullshit. Well, you guys have been oh a wonderful God. Halloween panel. I think Thank Halloween, you for having us. This is the best Halloween ever. Thank you so much. The crowd loves it still. People are even laughing a little bit. Like it's just a little <laughs> bit of everything for everyone. I hope you guys have the absolute best night. You too. Thanks, guys. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.